Welcome to episode number eight of Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching. My friends, today I'm going to be sharing with you an audio recording of a conversation that I had with Rich Lewis, who happens to be a coach who coaches people on the topic of centered prayer. Now, you can learn a little bit more about that at the end of my conversation with Rich, but before I share with you the topic that Rich and I will be speaking about for the majority of this episode, I want to quickly tell you how our conversation came about, because this was actually scheduled as a 20-minute, what I'm calling a connect call. So, you know in The Prosperous Coach, well, assuming that you've read the book several times like I have, if you're listening to this podcast, The Prosperous Coach by Steve Chandler and Rich Litvin. It talks about the four stages or the four steps within the Prosperous Coach Method or the client creation process. And, of course, those steps are step one, connect. Step two, invite. Step three, create and step four, propose. All right, now I went out to San Diego, California for one of Rich Litvin's coaching intensive. It was incredible. I've talked about that previously. I'll probably talk more about it in the future. I wrote down 111 lines of Evernote document notes with insights that I got from that particular event. It was incredible. One of the things that Rich said at this intensive was that if he were given the opportunity to revise some of the material in the book, one of the things that he said originally in the book is that, listen, I never have less than a two-hour conversation with any new potential client. However, that's no longer the case. He's discerned over time that there's not always enough information that comes through the connecting phase for him to make a discernment, to discern wisely whether or not that person should be invited into a full two-hour coaching experience. And depending on where you're connecting, how you're connecting, especially if it's via a couple email exchanges or something else in written form, it could take some time for you to discern whether or not, oh yeah, let's invite this person into a coaching experience, a full-blown 90-minute or in Rich's case, a two-hour coaching experience. And so one of the things that he says that he's prone to doing these days is connecting with people through a 20-minute chat on the phone. So, and in fact, he said, and I did hear him say, you know, it's kind of a modified version of the, the client creation process is connect And then if you need a little bit more connection, then you invite into this chat session and then you connect a little bit during this chat. Maybe it's a 15, 20 minute chat call that you schedule with them via Zoom. And it's during that call that you can then discern, hmm, do I want to move forward with this? And if so, from that chat session or that connect call is what I'm calling them, you can then discern, do I want to invite them into a full-blown coaching experience. So if you can imagine, it's connect, invite, then connect some more in a 20-minute chat, if you will, and then invite into a full-blown coaching experience. That's when you begin the create process and then eventually propose if you get to that place where you discern that, that a proposal is the appropriate thing. So I share all of that with you because I think that's a valuable insight for you probably 
uh, to know if you are going through this prosperous coach method found in this amazing book that has transformed my own professional career. And now that I've shared that, I want to let you know that that's exactly, it's one of these connect calls that I invited Rich Lewis into. So here's how this happened. I was a guest on somebody's podcast. His name is Eric Nevins. And as a result of that podcast, at the end of it, Eric says, hey, would you like to promote anything? I said, yes. If you've liked what I've shared here, it's just the beginning. Head over to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free, and there is a one-hour video that I promise you, if you watch this one-hour video, it will radically transform your life. I know that that's a big, bold statement, but if you don't believe me, head over to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free. There's a 90-second video clip. If it does not completely blow your mind and make you want to watch the entire one-hour session, then just leave and go on and enjoy your day. But I'm serious. Go over to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free and watch the 90-second clip. And if you want to see the full one-hour thing, details are on the page for how to do that. So I, I was a guest on that podcast. Rich happened to be a subscriber of Eric Nevin's podcast. He then uh, heard that call to action at the end. He went to mindsetanswerman.com slash free. He watched the 90-second clip. He then gave his email address and name and requested free access to the full video. He then got an email with the link and password how to access that video. He watched the one-hour video in full. And I think it's a set for like four or six hours later. My email uh, campaign is automatically set up to send him an email saying, did you get what was promised? And uh, that email says something to the fact that, listen, remember when you signed up for access to this video, I told you if you give me 60 minutes, you it, it will transform your life. So I want to ask you, did this video deliver what I promised? Please let me know. I sincerely want to know. And, well, he happened to be one of like 30% of all the people who watched this video all the way through and then get the email. He's one of the 30%, literally 30 out of every 100 people who watch this video hit reply on that email and tell me about how that video positively impacted their life. And as a result of him hitting reply, we are now in what we call the connect phase. We're exchanging a bunch of emails. And I, well, I won't go through all the different things that I do when I'm connecting because that's what I actually shared with Rich. One of the things that came out very clear to me is that he is a coach. He's already had paid clients. And he said that his greatest need is being able to get in front of more people to have connecting conversations with. And then I'm like, hmm, you know what, I could share with him, I could write for, I don't know, an hour and give him an email to give him tons of ideas on how he can increase significantly the number of people that he initiates connecting conversations with every single day. In fact, I, I, I said, you know what, Rich, I'll tell you what, I have so many ideas on how you can connect with more people. Would What would you say if I told you that it were possible for you to connect in a serious, meaningful way with a minimum of 10 people per day every single day for as long as you needed new clients. And he says, I would be intrigued. And then rather than trying to write all this out in email, I said, I'll tell you what, 
I wasn't, I, there wasn't enough there for me to discern whether or not Rich would be a great fit for my coaching. I, I didn't know enough about the level of coaching that he's doing, you know, what, how much is he charging? You know, is, is this one of those things where he's just dipping his toe in the world? What, what kind of experience does he have in life? I don't, don't know enough about him to, to bring him straight into a 90 minute coaching experience, but I would love to connect with him a little bit further through a, and I call these my connect calls. So I invited him to a 20-minute connect call, and I made sure that he understood. I said, listen, I want you to know I'm not going to do any coaching with you on this call, but I want to connect with you. I want to get to know a little bit more about you, but more importantly, during this particular call, I'm going to do a lot more talking because I want to share with you a lot of information that will help you connect with a minimum of 10 people every single day in a meaningful way. So that's the primary purpose of our call. And then, you know, afterwards, we'll connect a little bit more. And he says, man, I would love that. And so we scheduled it, and we talked for a little bit before what you're about ready to hear. And then I got his permission to record our conversation, or really my monologue on, and on delivering what I promised for the call. And, uh, well, I'll tell you what, this is what happened as a result. I had promised, for those of you listening to the podcast, I had promised Rich that, hey, would you like to know how you could begin serious connections with a minimum of 10 people every single day for as many days as you desire to land new clients? And he says, I'd be very intrigued by that. So that's why we're on this 20-minute connect call. And before I share with you the strategy for how to find those 10 people, I want to tell you more importantly than finding and connecting with those people, there are seven ideas that I believe are an underlying requirement. It's the foundation for making the strategy successful. So here are the seven ideas that I want to share with you. Idea number one, you have to care about people. Genuinely care about people. And one of the things that I know about you, Rich, is that the fact that you do the type of coaching that you do, it's very faith-based, it's it's around centered prayer and things of that nature. So I know that you have this, this desire to love and serve people, and I think that that is critical. It, it's critical that we genuinely care about anyone that we are connecting with. And that means... Very specifically, this isn't a number of people who are subscribed to my list. It's like, oh, I only have 37 people on my list. Or I created a podcast and it seems like I'm only getting 37 downloads per episode. And no, that's 37 human beings who have decided to listen to your podcast each week. That's 17 people or however many people I said on your mailing list that decided, hey, you know what? Drop into my email inbox anytime you want. I mean, that's pretty powerful stuff. Those are individual human beings. They're not just a number. They're not just people we're tossing into a funnel. They're not people we're trying to shake down for anything we can get out of them. These are human beings that we absolutely must genuinely have concern for. That's idea number one. Idea number two is this idea of being curious, wanting to know as much as you can know about that person, 
What makes them tick? Who are they? Where do they come from? What's their worldview? What are their dreams? What are their desires? What are their challenges? Become curious. Have a desire to know more about that person. I believe that every single person out there has tremendous value to add to the world. I don't think anybody was created by mistake, and so the more we become curious, the more powerful we see that person for who they really are. Ideal number three, always see value in others. Look for that value. In matter of fact, most people that we will connect with will struggle to see value in themselves. I would say 85, 90% of the people that I speak to on a daily basis struggle to understand just how much value they have to offer to the world. And I think it's essential that we as coaches are constantly looking and mining for the value that's inside of them so that we can recognize it and maybe help reflect that and show them a mirror and say, do you see what I see? I see value here. All right, so that's idea number three. Idea number four, when, when you're thinking about connecting for other, with other people, search for the needs of others. What is it that they need in life? And there's no person out there that's got everything all figured out. The most successful people that we put up on the highest pedestals in life, they all have needs. There's always something out there that they need. Never underestimate the pain hiding behind someone's smile, for example. So if you get on a connecting call or you get behind an email and stuff like that, uh, and every, it's like, man, everything is perfect in my world. It's like, man, I just, I, I, I just don't see how this person could ever need any coaching from me. You know, dig deeper, ask some more probing questions. In fact, that leads you to idea number five. Idea number five is this. Ask questions specifically designed for you to discern whether or not somebody could benefit from working with you as a coach. For me, one of the things that I do when I'm connecting, I often ask this question, hey, let me ask you this. What dream are you currently pursuing that excites you or scares you the most? Now, I'm all about helping people rediscover their ability to dream big dreams and then pursue them with everything that they have so that they can become all that they were created to be. That's who I am. That's what I do. I even have a conference called Free the Dream over at freethedreamconference.com. So I'm all about dreams. So that's why I ask this very provocative. And, and provocative means nothing more than you're provoking someone to respond. It's not just one of those questions where if you ask this question, they're going to say, eh, I ain't got time to email this or to respond to this. I'll just let it sit there. Ask the type of question that will provoke them that no matter how busy they are, they will have this innate desire to hit reply and share what's on their mind right then and there. Oh my gosh, I've been waiting for somebody to ask me this question because, man, this really fires me up and and you would not believe the responses I get. Cliff, here's the dream that I have, and this is why it excites me. Or, Cliff, here's the dream that I have, and here is why I am afraid. Here is the challenges that I'm facing. 
And it, it's just great to hear what people's dreams are, what they're, what is it they're going after, what do they want out of life, all right? So when I ask these questions, sometimes I don't get enough just from that one response. I carry on a conversation for a very lengthy period of time, and what I'm doing each time, and I'm, I'm discerning, I'm doing all this very strategically for the purpose of the client creation process. But I, what I'm doing is I'm trying to discern, is this somebody that I, and now I'm going to come from my faith perspective, and, and if you're not, if those who are listening to the podcast are not faith-based people, um, this is just who I am, so you can t- do with this what you will. But I'm actually asking, is this person that I'm exchanging emails with, is this person that I'm talking to face-to-face, that I'm asking these questions, that I'm having this conversation, is this person that I'm instant messaging or direct messaging on Instagram, the, all of this connecting, is this human being somebody that God has brought into my path that would benefit from my professional paid coaching through the skills, gifts, talents, abilities, experiences, and everything I learned from all of my successes and failures and throughout all my life, everything that I know, everyone that I know, where I know to get certain resources, is this someone who would powerfully, profoundly, and positively be impacted by my paid coaching? That's what I'm trying to, and so I'm going to ask as many questions as it takes before I discern, yes, I'm now going to invite this person into either a connecting call to discern a little bit more or straight into one of my maybe 90-minute coaching experiences. That's what I'm doing. So I'm going to ask lots of questions. And 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 if I get to the place where I'm doing a bunch of connecting back and forth, it's been going for three weeks, and I discern, you know what? Based upon some things here, I can I know that this is not the type of client that is best suited for the type of coaching that I do, or I'm not the best coach to meet this person's needs. And through that, I'll, I'll, I'll slowly say, hey, you know, it's been great connecting with you. I wish you great success. Or maybe I will refer them to somebody else who would be a powerful coach for them, or whatever the case may be. But I'll eventually drop them out of the connection phase of creating clients. And then number six, don't rush it. The thing is, is I'm in no rush for anyone to become a client. I'm in no rush to get somebody into one of my 90-minute coaching experiences. I'm in no rush to jump on a 20-minute connect call with someone. I'm in no rush to do anything. If, if, if you and I have an email exchange back and forth for three months, and then I discern that now's the right time to invite you, that's fine. If it's been three years, that's fine. No, There is no rush. The one thing I can tell you, though, is it goes back to the idea, I would encourage you to set a number of people per day that you will reach out to. And we just I just came up with a number. I said, hey, Rich, would you like to know how you could connect with a minimum of 10 people per day every single day? I'm gonna teach you how to do that, but don't rush it. You can reach out to as many and start and initiate those conversations, but don't rush any of these things into invitations. Idea number seven, you must rid yourself of any need or expectation that any one connection will ever turn into a paid client anywhere down the road. 
So you may actually have invited somebody into a, a connect call and then you discerned, yeah, I wanna bring them into a coaching experience. And you give them 90 minutes of your coaching and it was powerful. And then at the end of that 90 minute call, you felt, you know what, I think I'm gonna go ahead and give them another complimentary 90 minute coaching experience. And I'm gonna give them, they, they said they were gonna do these things and we're gonna see. And then at the end of that next call, you may or may not propose hey, would you like to know what it would look like for you and I to work together in a paid coaching relationship? You may not, at the end of the second one, you may discern, I, I don't think this is a good fit. I don't think that you need me right now. And they may actually say, I don't need you right now. And that's okay. There's no expectation. It's like, man, I invested in this. And you, and you, don't you see how much you've accomplished over the last month because I've, I've poured into you, I've invested. How could you not want to work with me? It, it, you have to be rid of any need for any one person to ever be your client. For some people, that means don't quit your day job just yet. Or maybe go get a day job. Go somewhere else to meet your financial needs, but don't expect any one of these connections to ever be your client. You may need clients to become a full-time professional coach, but you don't need any one particular client ever. Those are seven ideas. I want to share them with you one more time. Number one, care about people. Number two, become curious. Number three, see the value in others. Number four, see the needs of others. Look for the needs behind the smiles on their faces. Number five, ask plenty of questions to discern whether or not this is somebody that should be working with you. Number six, never rush into a relationship. Give it time. Number seven, rid yourself of any need financially for that person to become a client or any expectation that any investment you make in that person will turn into a client. They may, they may not. So with those seven things, now Rich, I'm going to finally tell you where and how you can connect with a minimum of 10 people every single day for the rest of your life. So Rich, I'm gonna unmute you for just a second here and I'm gonna ask you, let me, are you on Facebook? Yes. All right. And so, Rich, do you? How many friends would you say you have on Facebook? If you just had to guess, I have about uh, eleven hundred friends. I and that's kind of I do a lot of connecting on Facebook. So yes, Facebook personal profile about eleven hundred. All right. So eleven hundred. Let me ask you this: Do you have any friend requests that come in anytime throughout the weeks? Yes, because I'll put content out there really just to help people, um, and I'll, I'll either and I'll get friend requests as a result of what they see, or if I begin engaging in discussion because of a post. Excellent. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you one thing that I like to do on Facebook to connect with people. I like to let people build up in the friend request. I, if I look right now, if I open up my Facebook app, let me do that real quickly here. And if I click on here to look at friends, I see I have 87 friend requests right now. I'm not at a place where I need a ton of clients so I don't get to connect with everyone. But here's what I will tell you. Those seven things that I told you about, I'm very serious about them. I don't, I, I don't take any of those lightly. I care about people. So if I'm gonna accept you as a friend request, I'm not just gonna, ah, yeah, these people, you know? You'll see that I have nearly the 5,000 people limit on Facebook. I'm at facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. If anybody wants to send me a request, that's fine. I, I still have room for friends. When I actually have a little bit of open spot, I do eight 90-minute coaching calls per week every week. 
Five of them are reserved for current clients, by the way, current one-on-one coaching clients or current members of the next level mastermind that I facilitate. But I leave three 90-minute coaching experiences open every single week for people in the client creation phase. These are people who are either going to be invited into a 20-minute connect call, a 90-minute first coaching experience, a 90-minute second coaching experience, and on the very rare occasion, we go into an overtime, aka bonus, 90-minute coaching experience before I would propose. All right, so I always have three spots every single week for new clients to be brought into this process. And if I look at my calendar and I say, oh my gosh, I don't have anything scheduled for next Tuesday or next Wednesday. I've got two spots open. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna open up my Facebook friend request and I'm gonna go just look at the very first person on the list because the newer, the better, because that person is very fresh. We're, I'm top of mind already. So let's just say if it was Rich Lewis, for example, I might say, hey, Rich, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to accept your friend request, by the way. I'm going to go to your profile, read a little bit about you, and then I'm going to hit message. And I'm going to say, hey, Rich, I hope you're seeing this because I know that if we're not friends, you may or may not see this for months because I get filtered into a special inbox and messenger. However, if you do happen to reach this, I want to let you know I've received your friend request and I've looked through your profile. Your name doesn't immediately jump to the top of my mind as somebody that I've connected with. And I've looked at photos of you and some other things. It looks like you got some exciting things going on, but I don't recognize you. So I have a quick question for you. Have you and I met before? Because I like to actually have genuine relationships with the people that I accept as friends on Facebook. And by the way, if you happen to be somebody that I've met at a conference and you and I had a 15-minute conversation where you told me all kinds of amazing things about your life, I wish I could tell you this is the first time I've forgotten someone. I feel like an idiot if that's the case here. But can you just let me know? Can you remind me how do we know each other? And then I hit send. And by the way, I, I will then do that for about 20 other people who are friend requests. Or if it's not friend request here, then I'll go to friends and I'll say, hey, Rich, I see that you and I have been friends on Facebook for, you know, the last number of blah, blah, blah years. The reality is, is that when I see your stuff pop up, I don't immediately remember how you and I met. Can you remind me how did we meet? You know, and so I'm just going in and I'm freshing up and I'm genuinely caring about people. I'm becoming curious. I'm going to look for the value. I'm going to see what their needs are. I'm going to ask questions like, what's your greatest dream that scares you or excites you the most? And and I'm going to start carrying on a conversation. And by the way, let's just say you responded the next day and to my friend request messenger. Hey, Cliff, my, yeah, Rich here. No, you and I have never met before. I started listening to your podcast. I heard you as a, in matter of fact, you just told me, uh, I heard you as a result of your interview with Eric Nevins. I had been on his podcast. I've since been following you. I downloaded that uh, affirmation file and it's been very beneficial. And I saw you on Facebook and I figured I'd send you a friend request. And then all of a sudden I hit accept. Boom, we are now connected. All right. Now you're a human being that is is somebody that I I've, I've learned how you've learned about me, why we should be connected here on Facebook. And now I'm like, Rich, that's awesome, man. I'm so thrilled that you found me through Eric's podcast. I happen to know that that's a faith based podcast. So is that something that resonates with you? 
Tell me a little bit more about yourself. Oh, and by the way, welcome to my newest Facebook friend because I just accepted you, you know, and, 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 and then I carry on and see where the conversation goes and, and I just become curious and you may or may not carry that conversation on with me. I'm not tied to any specific outcome, but I am going to continue to go down this path. But the reality is, is that there are always new Facebook friend requests that come in. There's always Facebook messengers that messages that come in from friends. There's always, with 1,100 Facebook friends, I guarantee you there are at least 500 people on your Facebook friends list that you have not connected with in over a year. And you could just mine yourself, just mine through there and begin caring about people, becoming curious, looking for value through the con- that you see in them through the conversations, reflect that value back to them, uh, see what their needs are, listen for their needs, discern their needs, ask them probing, provocative questions that very that's very difficult for them to not respond to, and don't rush any of this stuff, but discern. Now, you do this with 10 people per day every single day. I promise you out of every 10, or actually out of every 100, you should get at least 5, 10, 15 people to invite into full-blown coaching experiences of people that you've discerned, I think, these people would be extremely powerfully, positively, and profoundly impacted by my coaching. So Rich, what do you think about everything that I've shared with you? What questions come to your mind? Um, No, I think that was perfect because I've been using Facebook and Messenger, but I've been using it in a different way. So this is kind of a new, neat way to use it in addition to what I'm already doing. So I think it complement what I'm doing. So I, I really appreciate it. Excellent. And by the way, I've just talked about Facebook friend requests. Everything that I just said, it's really the seven the seven ideas are the most essential part here of of how to go into these conversations. But the strategy for where to get them, Facebook friend request, sort for it through your friends list and go to the oldest people you don't recognize. But I want you to think about this. This process, these seven ideas could be applied to every single person who comments on any social media post. That's Instagram comments, that's Facebook comments. But not only that, I do this, Rich, this sounds crazy, but there are a handful of people, I'll I'll go and publish like a post-workout selfie from the gym, and I'll look and see, you know, who liked it, and you can do a little drop down, and you see the names of all the people who like or love, and I look for people who put the heart in there, because they went out of their way not to just put the thumbs up, but they put the heart in, and I like to see who those people are, and then occasionally, I'll recognize somebody that always hearts my posts, but I've never, I don't have a clue who they are. They've never commented on any of my posts, but they heard everything. So I actually click through their profile, I read a little bit about them, and then I initiate a private one-on-one message with somebody who's been liking my stuff for weeks or months, but I've never had a conversation with. I mean, people are everywhere. And also every email, which is how you and I started. Rich, was this helpful to you? Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, I obviously I can leverage my Facebook 1,100 people and, and do 10 a day and do that for quite a while. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Rich, I, I want to say thank you. And as a way to pay you back for allowing me to record this connecting call with you, I'd like you to give just a little bit of a promo for yourself. What type of coaching do you do and where sure. can they find you online? 
Sure. People can find me at silenceteaches.com. And I do what's called centering prayer coaching. So I help people that want to go, that want to begin a silent prayer slash meditation practice. And I help people that are already practicing, but are struggling with their practice and need some help um, with their practice. Rich, thank you so much for agreeing to allow me to create this. I wish you great success. And one thing I will say is I was very impressed. You know, a lot lot of people I've... When you get an email from them, they say, please reply. I read it and I'll respond back. Very few do. You did. And that really, really impressed me. So I, I thank you very much. Well, that's that's number one on my list. Care about people. And if that you're very, very evident. Well, there you go, my friends. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching. I hope that you enjoyed what I have shared here in the recorded part of the conversation that I had with Rich and also the insight at the beginning of the call of the fact that, you know, hey, every now and then you might want to just jump on a 20-minute conversation with somebody just to kind of get a better feel. Is this somebody that I believe is somebody I'm supposed to be working with? Somebody that I feel like could powerfully, profoundly, and positively benefit from the type of coaching that I do. And and many times for me, uh, half the time, email's good enough. And I'm like, oh my gosh, based upon what we've exchanged here, there's no doubt. I want to just invite you straight into a 90-minute conversation. And then, of course, there are times when, you know, just a 20-minute call might be that next logical step. So again, hope this episode was valuable to you. I have 111 notes of insights just from my time in San Diego with Rich Litvin. And I've got plenty of other experiences and all kinds of wonderful things that I'm doing, mistakes that I'm making and things that I'm learning from them. And of course, I've got a couple successes under my belt as well that I want to share with you what I've learned from those. All of that and more to come, my friends, in future episodes of Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching Podcast. Until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do in life to the next level. Mindset and